My grandmother, Katrina, or Catherine, with her rosy cheeks and white-haired bun, was a warm-hearted and pious woman who lived for the holy days of obligation, circled on her religious calendar, and for the early Mass celebrated in Lithuanian at St. Casimir's Church on Pittsburgh's working-class south side. I loved and respected my grandmother, but in the early 1950s, I buried her twice, even though she was still alive, because like thousands and thousands of young baseball fans around the country, I needed an excuse after playing hooky to watch my hometown Pirates play on opening day. I headed back to school the next day with a badly written forged note from my mother asking my homeroom teacher to excuse Dickie because he had to attend his grandmother's funeral. My father took me to my first Pirates game in 1948 when I was nine years old, but I didn't go to my first Pirates home opener until 1953 when I was old enough to go out to games by myself. I also had the good fortune of being born on April 14th, or about the date that the Pirates opened the season in those days, so I had my birthday money to buy a ticket for the game. I usually spent a dollar to sit in the bleachers, but for opening day, I splurged and spent a dollar forty for a general admissions ticket. Played on April 16, 1953, the game, won by the Pirates 14-12, was one of the wildest, coldest, and wettest home openers in Pirates history. The recorded attendance for the game, played in a steady snowfall, was only 16,220, the lowest since World War II. Those hearty few of us who stayed to the end of game wondered if we'd ever regain feeling in our toes. I did attend a warm, sunny Pirates opener in 1954, but that was my last home opener because in 1955 and 1956, my junior and senior years in high school, I was busy practicing with my high school baseball team on my way to playing for the Pirates on opening day. I didn't attend another Pirates home opener for over 50 years, but I've always looked forward to opening day. Yankee great Joe DiMaggio said that opening day was an annual celebration, like a birthday party. It's also a day rich in tradition. The best part about opening day is being together with our family, enjoying a tradition, a family tradition we have every year. 100 years ago, there was no NFL, no NBA, no March Madness, and no American team in the NHL. But baseball had established opening day as an informal national holiday, thanks to an enterprising baseball business manager and the corpulent 27th president of the United States. In 1895, Frank Bancroft, business manager for the Cincinnati Reds, decided to celebrate opening day with parade and with the mayor throwing out the first ball. A celebration designed to honor the 1869 Red Stockings, baseball's first all-professional baseball team, caught on, and eventually baseball decided that the Reds should open every season at home because of its role in baseball history. The tradition lasted into the 21st century. Come to opening day every year? We try to, every single year. It's uh, a national holiday for us. So uh, we celebrate Christmas, Easter, and opening day. In 1910, President William Howard Taft, on opening day, threw out the ceremonial first ball at the home opener for the Washington Senators and started another 
opening day tradition that also extended into the 21st century. The president I most identified with on opening day is Harry Truman, who attended the most Washington home openers of any president and ambidextrous throughout two balls in 1950, one left-handed, the other right-handed. Harry S. Truman takes his place in the stands, autographing a baseball for the Washington mascot before the game between teams representing Washington and St. Louis. The president tosses out the first ball to start the game. The traditional home opener in Cincinnati over the years has been a reminder of the rich history of a sport that goes back to the 19th century. While presidents from Taft to Obama throwing out the first ball have confirmed that baseball is our national game. But there's another reason, the most compelling reason of all, that we celebrate opening day. It happens every spring. While football, basketball, and hockey begin in the fall, when the days are getting shorter and the long, cold winter approaches, baseball begins in the spring when the days are getting longer and life begins to renew itself. Every spring, baseball fans, like Cardinal fans, head out to opening day with the hope that their team will win the pennant in a World Series, unless you are a Pirates fan and hope your team won't lose 100 games. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.